day and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to welcome you to the podcast today. I trust that your heart is where it ought to be with the Lord and your mind is firmly attached to the Word of God, the unshakable truths of Scripture. Great to welcome you to the podcast today. Thanks for letting me into your life once again. And as we pursue an understanding of God and know His Word in a little bit better way. And incidentally, I want to encourage you that if you're not faithful in your in your pursuit of a knowledge of the Word of God, there won't be long where the devil will replace that with something else. This is a fact. I can tell you and share with you after over three decades in the ministry and watching the lives of people that oftentimes, if you, uh, nature abhors a vacuum, let me put it that way. And what happens is, if you have a vacuum of a genuine, vital, living walk with God where you are sitting at the feet of Scripture and you're understanding His Word and you're bringing your life into conformity and obedience with the Scripture, if you don't do that, Satan will sell you a bill of goods that will draw you away from God and after a while, you'll find yourself in a spiritual ditch, and you don't know how you got there. So I want to encourage you today with every bit of pastoral strength I can muster uh, to, to, to encourage you uh, not to become embittered in your heart or allow other idols to creep into your heart that would replace the living God, but that you pursue Him obediently to the best of your ability and with the power of the Holy Spirit. So that's just my little admonition this morning as you begin your day or as you end your day uh, that you would uh, make sure and make that a priority because uh, history is filled with spiritual casualties that in the warfare that we're involved in today because there's a battle for your soul that you will drop off to the side and you'll wonder how you got there. And I can tell you right now, it will embitter your soul. So make sure to keep your eyes fixed on Christ. Um, that's the only way that you're going to be able to succeed uh, in in this existence. So uh, watch for that. Keep focused. As for you and your house, serve the Lord with all that's within you. Today we're looking at another hymn history and uh, we, the hymns that we sing in scripture, uh, excuse me, in the hymn book, uh, hopefully that are scriptural hymns, there's some familiar ones that we often sing. You've probably heard that hymn, To God Be the Glory, Great Things He Hath Done. Maybe you've sung that song, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine. Maybe you've even sung that one, All the Way My Savior Leads Me, What Have I to Ask Beside. And maybe you've even sung that one, He Hideth My Soul. And what is uniquely interesting about those songs is that many of them remind us that it's never too late to begin serving Christ. I spoke with someone this past week who who uh, re- had remorse or regret about not having come to Christ sooner, uh, having given their lives to Him. But those songs actually contain a great deal of truth that remind us that it's never too late to begin serving Jesus Christ. Some people start as children. I myself had the opportunity and the great privilege that the Lord afforded me to be able to grow up knowing the Lord. There are other people who come to Christ as teenagers or even young adults. But it's interesting that 
in our Bible reading that we're doing here at church in our in our scheduled reading program, Moses was actually 80 years old when God commissioned him. By the way, if you are a senior citizen today, don't forget God doesn't set you on your shelf on a shelf when you reach a, a some arbitrary age of retirement. Moses was greatly used of the Lord when he was 80 years old. So I don't want to hear any excuses from anybody that that uh, they're too old to serve the Lord. Um, when you hit 80, maybe you can start complaining about it, maybe. But the fact is that Moses was 80 when God sent him into the ministry. The Apostle Paul was middle-aged, and so was another one who was a topic of our podcast today, and that is Fanny Crosby. She's the author of the above hymns that I actually just mentioned to you. Uh, Fanny Crosby was a little bit uh, further along in life. She was born in a cottage in southeast New York in 1820. And uh, six weeks later, she, uh, as an infant, she was, she caught a cold in her eyes and a visiting doctor prescribed a mustard poultice uh, for her eyes themselves. And literally, they left her virtually blind for the rest of her life. And growing into childhood, uh, she determined to make the best of it. She wrote a little ditty at uh, the age of eight that said, Oh, what a happy soul I am. Although I cannot see, I am resolved, and in this world, contented I will be. And the biography of Fanny Crosby goes on and talks about the the uh, many years in New York's Institution for the Blind. She was a student at first and then was a teacher and a writer in residence. Her career began to flourish as a lyricist, as a poetess. Uh, her fame began to swell and she would often go and recite her poems before Congress even and become friends with some of the most powerful people in America, even some who were presidents. But it wasn't until 1851 that Fanny met her greatest friend, the Lord Jesus. She attended a revival meeting at John Street Methodist Church in New York, and she later in her writings recalled a prayer was offered uh, and that included the gospel. And they began to sing a real old hymn of, con- of consecration, of one of dedication to the Lord, You know what it is. You've heard it. You may have even sung it before. And the hymn goes like this, an old Watts song that said, Alas, and did my Savior bleed, and did my Sovereign die? Would I devote that sacred head, would he devote that sacred head for such a worm as I? Then they reached the line in that hymn, and they sang, Here, Lord, I give myself away. Um... At that very point, Fanny says that her soul was flooded with celestial light as she willingly gave her heart and life to the Lord Jesus and asked forgiveness for sins and became his servant. Well, that began a new existence for Fanny. Fourteen years after this, uh, she met a hymnist whose name was William Bradbury, who told her, Fanny, I thank God we've met, for I think you can write hymns. And Bradbury suggested an idea for a song that he needed. And it was on this day, February 5th, uh, when I'm giving this podcast, February 5th, 1864, that Fanny Crosby, jumping on this idea from William Bradbury, wrote, 
We are going, we are going to a home beyond the skies where the fields are robed in beauty and the sunlight never dies. It was her very first hymn, and she was all of 44 years old. But by the time she reached her home beyond the skies, 50 years later, at the age of 94, she literally had written some five, excuse me, some 8,000 more hymns, many of which are sung in the church today, many of which lead our hearts to the Lord. Um, you're never too old to begin serving the Lord. I don't know where you are right now. I don't know what God's called you to, but don't forget, God doesn't set you on the shelf when you reach retirement. In fact, He gives you even greater time and opportunity and experience and wisdom to be able to be found a greater tool in the Master's hand. And I hope that you're looking forward to that today. Uh, I don't know how much longer the Lord's going to tarry before He'll come back. I don't know how long that's going to be, but I do know that we ought to be ready to be counted and to be useful servants of the Lord right where we are in our situation. Uh, the great preacher Spurgeon said one time, Seek not to be great, but to be truly useful. Do you want to be useful today? Why don't you submit to the Lord? Why don't you have a prayer of consecration today and say, Lord, here am I, send me as Isaiah did, and that you would be willing to let the living God, the creator of this universe, take you into his hand and to lead many people to Christ and to be a testimony of his saving grace and goodness. Walk with the Lord today. Be found faithful to him. And I know there is great reward in that. God bless you. Walk with Christ.